Hello everybody, welcome to 13th and Elm, a podcast where three horror movie loving friends get together once a week to watch two movies and then discuss them. Here's how it will work. One person hosts the movie night every week and gets to pick the two movies that are kept secret until revealed on the episode. We will then briefly discuss those movies before watching them and then coming back to discuss them in full. The movie titles will be included in the episode title so you can watch the movies whenever you want at your leisure before tuning in. Alrighty, without further ado, let's get started. Dude definitely looks like Chris Pratt. It, I think it might be. Let's say right. Chris Pratt there. We got that recorded. We can cut that out. What's up, Elmers? We are at Bill's house this week. I am Bill. <laughs> I am joined here by Rob, Michael. What's going on? Are we excited? Oh, so excited. <laughs> so I'm excited. sitting here waiting with bated breath. I can't <laughs> wait to find out what the movies are this week. All right, we'll jump right into it. Number one is going to be the 1969 Japanese horror classic, The Horrors of Malformed Men. Never Anyone heard of, heard of it right off the bat? Is it like a thalilamide kind of movie? or The what? Thalilamide. I don't know what that is, okay. so hopefully not. No, nope, I'm going to look dumb right now. All right, here we go. We got the IMD synopsis ready to go. After escaping from an insane asylum, a medical student assumes the identity of a mysterious dead man who appeared to be his doppelganger and gets lured to a sinister island ruled by a mad scientist and his malformed men. Um, This is Teru Ishii is the director. Apparently he's a big guy in the old Japanese horror stuff. I haven't really 
heard of any of the things before, but it's supposed to be a classic. It was it's banned in Japan, and I think it still is. So it has to be good if it's banned. How did you find it or hear of it? Uh, I just just honestly, I was just googling Japanese horror classics and looking for like some old stuff. Uh, and it popped up and it sounded fun and I figured that you guys would not have seen it or heard of it and it looks like I'm correct on that. Uh, let's see, a big 6.5 out of 10 from IMDb and a 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Aww. Don't ask how many reviews that's from. Two. Eight. Eight. <laughs> Eight people couldn't find a bad thing to say about this movie. <laughs> uh, a couple of the audience members could. It's got a 52% from audience. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much all I got, because it was pretty old and... So you're blind, as blind as we are at this point. I watched the, tra- I watched the trailer for it, and I read some, um, uh, there wasn't a lot of trivia about it, I couldn't, like, the Wik- Wikipedia page about it was, was pretty bland, so, yeah, no, I'm almost, uh, you guys now know what I know. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Just from yeah. that. Yeah, I'm glad except we're people for, did. Except for seeing the trailer on YouTube, which I don't even really remember. It wasn't much. Yeah. I mean, it was the 60s, so what do you even put in a trailer? The director. <laughs> the, yeah, it's just a video of company. him talking about the movie. Yeah. Uh, okay, so Island of Malformed Men, Doppelgangers, um, some sort of like, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Island Doctor Moreau kind of shit. There's like monster yeah. people or something. Um, yeah, I'm interested. Uh, I don't really need. I don't really want to know anything about the plot. But is it supposed to be pretty gory because it's banned or um, like, sexy? I don't yeah, why know. Would it be I grand? mean, I've the some from reviews I've read is that the second half is is pretty disturbing, and I didn't want to read in to it too much because I didn't want to ruin anything for myself. Well, uh, I'm excited. I haven't heard of this at all. I do like some good Japanese horror film. Yeah, I do... I've been I've been craving some some Japanese horror for a while. I mean, dude's got like a hundred director credits. Um, none of them were familiar to me, um, but I mean, it's supposed to be classics. And I mean, I checked a lot of the people in it to see if they were in other stuff, and 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 didn't really see much, which. I kind of like that, the kind of like one and done, like no name kind of thing. I do like that as well. It's always kind of fun. Um, I mean, even in this, if they have a little bit more extensive career, it sounds like it's all going to be foreign to me, and I'm excited uh, to see some fresh faces. Uh, And you know, uh, for lack of a better term, I'm big on that fart smell cinema, any of that... uh, Pumping up the air of their own tires type of shit. It's a band. Yeah. It's a classic. Yeah, it's got a hundred percent on the Rotten Tomatoes critical reviews. Like that type yeah. of stuff really scratches my itch, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm excited for it. I'm gonna go in with an open mind. I would imagine being the t- set and setting. Uh, there's probably gonna be a lot of like uh, class commentary, as a lot of these uh, Eastern Asian horror films from mm-hmm. that time period typically do. But other than that, I I don't recognize any of the names. I've never heard of the film. I'm pumped. I like to I what want to try to include some random IMDb review headlines, just because some of them are funny. So we got one that said disturbing and ingenious for its lunacy, which you know makes it sound cool. And then one that was bad and not in a good way. 
is the other one. So that, that's the full gamut. So, you know, we're covering Art, Art, all the bases. Artistically brilliant and bad and not good. Exactly. So, and we'll see, because I know we've, we've had a history, especially recently, of these older, supposed to be, like, classics and them only being boring. So, hopefully this one uh, is not as boring. It's good. Yeah, well, that's okay. We all we have different tastes. That's that's this this, this is this is the point. I don't know. <laughs> Bats or lawn no, no. were supposed to be classics. I don't. The one classic that we can you know readily pull was great, highly entertaining. Yeah. Which one? Little Shop of Horrors, 1960 Little Shop of Horrors. Robert that was Corman. a lot of fun. It was, it was, it was a lot, lot of fun. fun. It was fun. Borscht Belt drama. <laughs> Borscht Belt drama. Uh, yeah, it was fun. But I mean, horror movie it, it, in a very roundabout way. Well, buckle up. It's going to be a long season of 13th and L. <laughs> 13th and L. <laughs> All right, you ready to jump in? Yeah, how long is this again? Uh, it's like hour 40. Okay, yeah. Yeah, not too I mean, long. I was going to watch it anyway, but definitely. No, <laughs> yeah, you're good. You're in now? You're in for sure? <clears throat> Alrighty, Horrors of Malformed Men. Let's do it. And we're back. We just watched Horrors of Malformed Men. What do you guys think? Well, we can go over it. We'll go over it first. We'll go over it first. Okay. Yeah. It's it's weird. It's there's like a lot of like ch- like chapters isn't the way to put it, but there's yeah. I don't know. There's the whole saga where um, he's like in the prison and he's trying to figure out where he is and who he is and he has yeah, amnesia. So, yeah. So yeah. So it's out in the insane asylum, and they're playing with propped knives. Yeah, but you don't, right? you don't know that, right? You, like, kind of, like, zoom out and you kind of see they're, like, in a jail, but, yeah, she has a prop knife that... Which is strange, because, I don't know, it seems like a weird thing to have in an insane asylum, like, play around stabbing each other. Everyone's wearing all their own clothes. Or uh, not. Or not. Or no, more That's often like, than not. That was completely optional. But my not, no clothes at all. No clothes at all. Lots of nudity. And he was in the, uh, apparently, if you are, if you have good behavior, you're just allowed to walk around. The, the, the guards just let you, like, go and walk around and whatever. It's cool. Yes. Well, it doesn't, it wasn't a sane asylum, not a prison. Okay. Yeah. There was I, I yeah, there were cells I, I, writ, I wrote prison when we first started watching so right. we didn't have the context. But yeah, you're right. It's an yeah, insane. Well, it's a synopsis. But you still like they just get to, he just gets to leave? He just like walks out. Well he kills somebody. Yeah, that's right, the dude could to leave. The, the sweaty so, ball yeah, man. Yeah, he didn't really just But was that guy like a guard? No, he, he was seemed like, like another, he seemed like another, another patient, patient. He was like a, inmate, whatever. He was like they... planted there to watch him and then try to kill him and then got murdered instead. Right. right? As yeah. we come to find out that as he we, was a yeah, plant. Yeah. yeah. At the, true. At the, at the moment that we first saw it, it seemed as though he was another inmate, which he was. He was. He, or a patient, however you want to say it. He was playing yeah. that role, I guess, to serve a watchful eye on our hero, Hirosuke. Uh, Hitomi. Yeah. Hitome Hirosuke, yeah. who later, at, post his escape, um, he's on a train um, heading, I suppose, to home or somewhere else, like, right. I honestly can't recall, and he finds a newspaper featuring a picture of what seems to be a man identical to himself. Um, underneath oh, the, the headline. The obituary. That, yeah, the obituary. Mm-hmm. Uh, the obituary headline saying that um, some prominent figure of a family... Uh, in the community has died. Yes. Yeah. The uh, 
the Komoda. Yes, Komoda uh, family. family. His name uh, was Genzuburo Komoda. Yeah. So he uh, then he kind of he goes and gets a massage. Yeah. Like, Again, like, like that was kind of as anyone does when they the escape bridge. from. He, well, he's he's very like, uncomfortable. I don't know if you've <laughs> ever been in a cell, but it's very uncomfortable. We're like, we, well, we skipped a lot. We skipped a lot because we skipped the whole part where because the reason he goes that way is because of the circus girl. Yes, yes. we did skip a little bit. Okay, yes. and this is actually a scene I want to talk about. Maybe not in depth, but a little bit because. Okay, he gets out. He gets out of this. He gets out of uh, the the insane asylum, and immediately starts talking to that girl. She's singing. She's singing well, the lullaby, right? Which he has which, already mentioned that uh, is distinctly familiar to him in his like uh, amnesia state. Yeah, like, it shows flashbacks when he's in the insane asylum, and it shows the disfigured face of the woman singing it. Right. And then we immediately hear that girl singing it when he escapes. And then they're talking, and she's like, oh, "You're a rude man, smack." And then, and then like run over to a playground, and he eventually gets her attention. He's like, "Hey, what, you know, tell me about that lullaby." She's like, "Oh my god, no one in Tokyo knows this lullaby. It's from my hometown." And he's like, "Oh, okay." And then I think I I like looked down. And I missed something about like a picture he was gonna draw her. So they meet the next day. So it was the picture that he had in his. Asylum, the, the mountainscapes. Right? Yeah, the oh, mountain that he was drawing. The island. Okay, because mm-hmm. he kept saying that uh, he had this vague memory of the this image, which was the mountainscapes in the island, mm-hmm. as well as this lullaby. He escapes right. after killing the bald, sweaty man, and he fo- follows the woman who's singing the song. He asks her about the song, right. and he says, "I can't remember where I'm from," and she doesn't know where she's from. She just remembers being taught the song at an early age because. As long as she can remember, she's been a circus performer. And she doesn't know if she was kidnapped or mm-hmm. sold or how she came to be in the circus. But she remembers yeah. being taught the song by her mother. Yeah, she, she says the, the coast of the Sea of Japan. That's like as like distinct as we get. Which is yeah. incredibly vague. And she, she jumps. <laughs> when, when they're like out on the playground, she jumps down like, like circus style. You yeah. Know? Sure, and, yeah, circus style. And I got big um, Let the Right One In kind of vibes. Sure. We're like playing oh, around, yeah. and she's like being real aloof, and I was like, oh, please be a demon. And she was, and sadly, she did not. She was the long. daughter of a magician, as she, you learned. Well, she was well, his sister. Well, well hold way on, more than hold that. On, hold on. But there's we'll a lot. There. There's, hold on, we'll get there. So, incest is a, uh, it's an undercurrent that does not go theme. away, it is right. constant. So, he says to her, if this song is only known in your hometown Mm -hmm. and you don't know where you're from and I don't know where I'm from but I also know this song maybe we can figure out if we're from the same place and maybe we can trace this song and that's when he says click let me draw you this picture right because Mm -hmm. he associates the memory of the coast in his mind to the song and when he begins to draw the picture they're interrupted by the guards the guards the guards are like Looking for him. Oh my God! We didn't lock any Finally. doors. We gotta find this. We gotta find right. this guy. Finally, looking for and him. So he says quickly to her, um, "I will draw this picture and I will come back to show you tomorrow." Right. And I believe is it at that point. That's when they they're at the circus and she's in the blue like tassel dress and then she is killed by a knife. Yes, as he as he returns the next day to meet her at yes. the circus. He goes to speak to her, show her the painting or the drawing, mm. and she is killed by a knife, a kni- throwing knife from some a, mysterious a direction. Somewhere. Right, yeah. some sort of assassin it, a, has ended her life at noon, in, in broad circus. daylight at the circus. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, okay, so and that was like chapter one. That yeah, that was like chapter one. Then he gets on the ch- also, all of chapter one. 
And a good portion of chapter two is like record scratch, him thinking about what's going on. Oh no, it's actually mostly chapter two. We'll get into that. But it's it's kind of like um, Wonder Years, right? It's a lot of like narration and him his face, yeah, like looking around at people and like like assessing the situation, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, yeah, they get on the train. Well, he's also so, framed. For, he's kind of framed, or at least accused of the murder because right. Well, he did murder knife. that guy. No, no, no. No, the, the girl. girl. The girl. Oh, oh, that's when right. When she got the knife thrown into her, yeah. And then the guards conveniently um, arrived after he had pulled the, the like, knife out, out of her, her chest, and he had a bloody were, like, knife over a dead body. Yeah, exactly. Um, so then he is framed for murder, and I believe he is on the train to go to jail, or like no, no, because no. he he's. He's not on a train to jail. He's, like, trying to get to the coast, right? Not until he meets the uh, masseuse. No, 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 because he, he knows that it's a coast, it's a town. Sure, sort of, I think you are right. Because when he goes to the masseuse, he, there, she's like, look out that window, there's the island right there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, 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 They he, he's going to the coast, but he's not going to jail. He, like, somehow gets away from that. I don't understand yeah. how he gets away. It was kind of vague and quick moving. I was also trying to take notes and read read subtitles. Um, But I don't know that it was that important because we skimmed over it very quickly. We did. And he gets to the masseuse. He gets to the masseuse. um, And he is then informed by the masseuse that he has an identical scar on the bottom of his foot. The sole of his foot. A swastika. Which is a swastika. (laughs) Which never seems to be mentioned. Um, and honestly, they, I don't know which way it was facing. It could have totally well, been they, the... They uh, call it a... So, I, it's the... They called it the... Um, gr- gr- Gamodium or something. Yeah. Which yeah. I, I didn't want to spend too much time on it because I was trying to watch. Well, it's a Jane... But I so gave it a, a quick Google. Religious symbol. It, yeah, and it is some kind of like... But yeah. I couldn't really get this any info This is also 1969. It. It's not too far off of the heels of World War II huh, and a yes. Japanese affiliation with Nazi Germany. Yeah. Like, this had to be very much at the time viewed as it still is today, a swastika. Yeah. Yeah, well, it could be. But it's know. also Eastern Asian, and they are well more versed the, in that, uh, in those religious iconographies. Well, it's a simple symbol. It's an old symbol. It exists in a lot of cultures. It could be anything. It To us, of course, it looks like swastika, but it's to serve that plot point that they're basically, like physically identical, right? Yeah. Yes. The, and it, it's it didn't, the same the symbol man. didn't have anything to do with, with the plot. Fascism it, or anything. It, right. it just had to do with tying him with yeah. someone like, else. Oh my god. So, An identical honestly, scar on the heel of his foot which was you know, identical to the man that he had yeah. seen in the obituary, which and, yep. looked it was his doppelganger. Apparently, if you want to get gossip, you go to the masseuse. Like that is where you hear about like, oh I my mean, god, did you hear about this rich kid who just died? Like, let me tell you about his wife. I mean, let me tell you about his dad. Let me tell you about his like, dad's crazy same umbrella. Like, island. His three, the three house, You know, is kind yeah. of a social place, uh, meeting grounds in right. Japan. Did we ever pinpoint a timeline here? Because the circus, uh, I can't remember her name, Kasume or something. She uh, looked very much down. like she was in Hatsuyo. modern. Hatsuyo looked very much like she was in modern dress in the uh, opening scenes. But then much of the watermark on the year was muddled once we did eventually get to the uh, island of I mean, malformed men. So Okay, so I don't know, but there, 
they at least say they're in Tokyo when he's in the mental institution and he meets her. Mm-hmm. And well, that's where he was attending medical school. That's where he stayed attending medical school. So that's, I don't know, I think that's like modern day, aka 60s. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. She's She's got like a pretty high waist. She's wearing like bright colors. She's got her ankles showing. She's not right. wearing traditional garb. Correct. But um, then you get like to the coast and like everybody it's still fairly rural like everyone like his wife is like all done up um, right she has like her hair is done up she's got the um like super decorative um kimono kimono with a belt and all that mm-hmm. but it's a very feudal setting yeah so it's 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 hard for me to tell when japan has had and still has a lot of like traditional traditional clothing and traditional culture to like pinpoint yeah. and there's not a lot there's no, I don't remember seeing like a telephone outside of like maybe the prison no. the, the insane asylum right but mm-hmm. yeah I guess six sixties I would I would assume yeah but it almost seems like when we get to the island we're in a place that exists almost outside of time oh definitely you know what I mean yeah. well it's it's we're, almost a music video we're getting there <laughs> we'll get there in fact I think we're there I think so, we're there. Go ahead, Rob. Oh, man. Okay. We're not there yet. Are we there already? No, we're not there yet because Because I'm I... thinking more of that great scene in the graveyard where he... Oh, oh, oh dude, yeah. It's so good. <laughs> where he Very weakened at Bernie's. pretending that he's going to get on his well, back and then just kind of shoves the the body on him. Before you get into this this classic like slapstick <laughs> comedy scene, which is... And, and the priest. Um... He goes to the funeral and, like, immediately decides, like, I'm gonna, this guy looks like me, I'm taking his place. Like, yeah, he starts clocking quick. people left and right. And he's, like, remembering what the masseuse, the masseur tells him about, like, the wife and the names and all that. And he's, like, clocking them and everything with his eye patched eye. Um, and then he, I don't think they, like, show him really doing anything else and he immediately like grave robs like right he like yeah. immediately oh, goes and yeah. steals yeah, it all happens so fast yeah he basically leaves the masseuse with a masked identity to attend the funeral of his doppelganger takes an entire reading of the uh, procession like you know face by face name by name mm-hmm. and begins to figure out how he can assume the role of um, Genzaburo and yeah. uh, assimilate into the family and he, his grand master idea to do all this is to uh, seemingly become Gazaburo by resurrecting himself from the dead, and it goes unquestioned largely. Yeah, they, yeah, <laughs> they they seem it's very like, okay with the fact. <laughs> it happens every so often, you know. That, yeah, every a hundred thousand years. Please describe that scene. It's so good. I mean, I mean, I mean, like I already said, they're just he kind of is testing that guy. Like he's like, all right, I'm gonna. He says, I'm gonna jump on your back, carry me back, and then he just throws the dead guy on him. Yeah, well, yeah. Not, not the dead guy, but what he thinks at the time is a dead guy, and then and then I don't know if he assumed that the guy wasn't gonna notice because of course he did immediately. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. That whole that whole scene was was wild. Well, him, like, running the, the old priest with the fantastic bald cap that you clocked. Yeah, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you could definitely see that on the ears, but whatever. Um, <laughs> no, no, he, he, like, sees the dead son, uh, quote-unquote, in his, like, white funeral garb, face down, and, like, walks over there, and the guy doesn't respond immediately, and then just, like, grabs his ankle, basically. Right. And you get, like, a Scooby-Doo, like, like, kind of, like, you know... <laughs> And 
Yeah, he like he like props him up, and then he's swaying back and forth, and then he gets the younger the younger mm-hmm. one in, and like does the whole bit with the uh, like piggybacking. So th- these are oh. like the groundskeepers of the cemetery. Who they're are, they're or, the priests. They're the priests. They're the priests. Yeah, they're wearing like priests. They're wearing like priests. They're like, uh-huh. yeah, like Shinto look. priests, yeah. I guess. Or, but no, no, he's like got on the back, and he, and he's like still talking to the younger priest, and is like. Oh, yeah. I've got diarrhea like from oh, last oh night. Oh my god! Like, I totally forgot about the like, oh, diarrhea like, part. And he's like, oh, it smells like oh yeah, some of it leaked out. It's like oh my god, <laughs> yeah, dude. that definitely felt like a Three Stooges bit. Absolutely, it was good. Um, almost, almost as good, but not quite as good. It was immediately after that, uh, they have the the dead son who's not dead. It's Hitomi pretending to be against a burrow, you know, mm-hmm. after mm-hmm. grave rob, and. Um, the priest and the doctors are like arguing with one another they're like the priests are like oh my god you buried this guy he wasn't even dead and they're like no you get paid to do funerals this is a they're like slapping they're like slapping each other like on the head too like it's i don't know it's it it was a good it was a good little comedy bit (laughs) yeah at this point in the movie i really didn't know what the overall temperament was going to be it's weird there was a lot of slapstick and a lot of i don't know misplaced comedy um little did we know what we were in for yeah yeah. yeah, no. I mean, I I I definitely read online like some reviews that people are like, oh, the first half is pretty slow, and then the second half is kind of just insane. And I, I that was, was very intrigued, accurate. honestly, by the first half. It was slow. I didn't think. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't really think it was. I mean, it was slow, but I didn't think it was boring it at was all. I think it had sure. it had a lot of it had a lot of good dialogue and a lot of good character development. Um, it had a lot of cool scenes. I did like all the small things that he was realizing he didn't know about the guy that yeah. he was taking out, like the whole, like he saw in the photo album that he was left-handed and he was like, oh shit, and um, and like the dog noticed that it wasn't yeah. him. And they were asking and the about glasses. his glasses. Yeah. Um, so all, he's all trying to assimilate cool. the role of, uh, you know, his doppelganger. And yeah. uh, he's, he's picking up all the little nuances that he's mm-hmm. not implementing um, so that nobody comes on to his uh, ruse too quickly and surprisingly nobody was really picking it up I mean we're except talking for the about dog. except for the dog not, not only that apparently <laughs> dog he didn't pick does. a single thing up until like day two like he didn't even use his right hand until right. like day right. two but <laughs> so I mean, it's we're like, talking I about live-in maids we're talking about he was married yeah, he had a wife and he was like re- he was resurrected so he's also, like sleeping also if you're 95% plus convinced that someone you know has been resurrected I don't think I'm paying attention to the dominant hand in that situation. If in my mind you came back to life, I don't think I would. I would That's not. That's an argument of notice. pragmatism, though. If I'm ninety five percent convinced somebody I know has died. Oh, so you're looking out for those things? You mean? Yeah, yeah. because Fair. I'm way less likely to believe that somebody has resurrected. I'm gonna be That's like, what I'm saying. Are you sure though? But he had the scar. But I think the point was, I was thinking like the skepticism wasn't really there with them, like it would be for us. Like Some, they seem to pretty much be like, oh, you forgot well, to wear your glasses. No, no, no. And the, he's just like, okay. The steward is definitely trying to get him to slip up the whole time. Yes. But everybody else seems like. They seem maybe not like whole hog believing it, but they're like pretty cautiously optimistic that he somehow, and this used to happen, right? They used to have like bells in like Victorian um, uh, coffins and stuff so that you could like ring in case you were like oh, accidentally alive. Yeah, buried yeah, yeah. alive or whatever. Right. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah. 
There also might have been an element of like you don't question the head of household kind of like I was when getting the head those of household types of vibes. Comes yeah, back kind of from patriarchy the dead. type deal. No, yeah. no, but but Absolutely. true, true that. Yeah. Um, fuck. Well, that was what this is. That we're coming to the end of chapter two. This here. is yeah. This yeah. is, this end is of chapter still two. Still before the island. I, yeah, I also kind of like the like. You know, imposter bits that we were... It wasn't the best... Yeah. I don't know. It wasn't the best film. It was, like, an interesting story, I guess. Like, him finding out he was having an affair with one of the maids. Mm-hmm. And him trying to juggle two women and also pretend to be somebody he's not. Well, he was throwing a bone because uh, his wife, shortly after that, did die. His wife she passed away. Did. That was a she very, died. That was a really quick death for how big they made her character too I feel like yeah I mean yeah. we she kind of woke up and was choking and we were like oh she's choking on blood and then boom and she's dead and mm-hmm. we cut the funeral it was like we didn't get any explanation and a yeah. black and white photo of her yeah we didn't yeah. get any yeah. explanation for that um at the time at the time um no no that and, and again those like those like close up like scenes with the um uh back and forth eyes where he they, where they're like all looking to see if he's gonna wear the glasses or like what's going on mm-hmm. yeah I don't know they very much remind me of uh, Godfather when uh, Michael is uh, at the restaurant getting ready to kill Slotso. Okay. and uh, he do you, if you guys are familiar he's mm-hmm. kind of looking back and forth scanning the room he had just recently grabbed the gun from the toilet yeah. and uh, yeah. he completely forgets all of his instructions on how to perform a hit Michael obviously not a seasoned mafia member at this point um, but it's very eye centric sound centric a lot of gauging the room and uh, I, this movie came out you know a few years before obviously I don't think that this had any uh it's almost I don't know, like influence a, on Francis Ford Coppola. No, probably not. But um, it was probably reminiscent. Not. It was reminiscent, and yeah. it did remind me of that. It reminded yeah. me of like a Western standoff, like little, you, yeah, who's gonna shoot first, kind of. But yeah. but but no, it was it was good. It that chapter two was fun. I'm gonna say before we move further, this w- could have been the end of the movie for me, and I would have been perfectly fine with it <laughs> because up until this point, I was engaged and I was entertained. Um, and I was hopeful because along the journey um, where he, um, I believe, uh, Suke uh, is playing the role of, a, of his doppelganger, um, I keep butchering these names, Genzo Burrow, he's wandering around his household and he's kind of grieving the loss of his wife and then he stumbles upon, uh, I guess, is she a maid? I can't recall. I believe she's a maiden. She's singing the lullaby again. The one oh, yeah, that yeah. he has heard in his head. Oh. The one that he has heard the woman from the circus sing. It's like his wet nurse or something. Yes. Right? Yeah, yeah older the older lady. lady. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And so he hears, he hears the lullaby from a distant room. And he goes up there and he begins a conversation with her. Like, what is this lullaby? Because he's very perplexed by this. He, he still can't seem to pinpoint where this has come from. Uh, and she says to him, don't you remember? We used to sing this all the time. When uh, you came back from the island, you would sing it with me uh, every day. And then he, sh- she shows him a picture that he, he being the Genzo now deceased yeah. Genzo Burrow, um, had drawn. So mm-hmm. he sees a picture that uh, Genzo Burrow had drawn of the same coastline that we have already spoken about. It's, and he's here in the lullaby. It's the same drawing. And um, he says, I want to go to the island. Yeah. And yep. we set off to the island. And we could have turned it off right there for me. Yeah, we skipped the part where they smashed a live snake. Yes, I made a uh, note yeah. about that, but I didn't know if it was even worth 
bringing up, but that it does appear that definitely they looked like they just killed, killed that snake a on camera, living sure. snake on film, and that was uh, not no. my favorite part of nope. the film, obviously. No, and honestly, turning point because right there is we start being able to go to the island, and it was not my favorite. We'll get into many reasons why. Yeah. I, I honestly, at this point, shortly after this, stopped taking notes because I did not feel the film was worth it. That's fair. That's fair enough. Fair. So I... we get to the island. And our first introduction is the goat women. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, well we have... There, there's the, like the they scene, come over the hilltop. There's the end of uh, Two Towers where the Gandalf comes over the ridge at first light. <laughs> and uh, it's a bunch of... It's a bunch of... I think they're almost all women because I was looking for... At this point, mostly it's women. Mostly women. And they're being... Um, they're like all leashed and collared and have on like... On all fours, most of them. Yeah, they're all like on all fours and have like blindfolds and like bits in their mouths and they're being like whipped on by... Like hunchback, a dog usher. Hunchback people with like bad makeup on. Like, uh, like baboonish makeup. I mean, they definitely love horses like that's the thing like it almost seems like they were treating them as horses and then we'll get to it but at the end he wanted them to build like that big yeah, that statue thing. thing with a horse head like yeah and this um, all of this was very theater yeah it had a lot of the makeup and stage presence oh, yeah. of like theater there was a lot of uh like theatrical dancing numbers oh man they okay this whole bit before they're like on the barge with the block with a gold woman like spread like mm-hmm. with their legs Just, spread out. Yeah. Okay. When, eagle. They, when they're all doing that and they're like going, yes, very real though. Um, <laughs> the golden mermaid. When when they're going down there and they're seeing all this stuff, uh, it's all right. It's all like the right of spring fucking um, absolutely. Oh, yeah. uh, play which. Yeah, it is. It is a bunch of naked women and like paganish kind of fertility jumping type around, of and it's a lot of like dissonance and and yeah. Um, I wrote in my notes uh, that like uh, it was very like avant garde and like Jodorowsky style psychedelia um, influence, and I mean this is the late sixties. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of that happening in the world and even reaching you know East Asia, um, but it definitely seemed. Like a mashup of like Mary Pranksters and like a, a like, Beatles video. What, like it was just what's not. The, what's the most debauched like pagan thing we can think of? And because it's like them like fucking goats, and then there's like <laughs> it's like men like like tying women up and putting them on like like to be burnt at the lakeside, right? They're like right. all they're all like marching to the pyre, and yeah. then and then there's um, people like twirling like fire sticks. There's like there's not quite the circuit. Cirque du Soleil, they get into and they go inside, but like it's like it's around the edges. You're getting it's, a, a little tasty preview. It's mostly people like eating raw meat and dancing and fucking and jumping around and that kind of thing. I honestly did like that scene, the the circus esque with the all silver. The Cirque du Soleil and with the, the metallic body paint. And stuff. It yeah. was, I mean, it was it was it was strange and it was, it kind of it was like a little uncomfortable, um, which I like. So I did enjoy those parts. What did you think about the uh, the jungle music that we had during that scene? It was like the the like marumbas and yeah. and a lot of drums and stuff. To be honest, I, I don't. I it don't sounded really like video remember. game. It sounded like bad, like Crash Bandicoot video game music. And I don't mean that in a bad way. It was just like this is like we're the this is the primal like you know we're we're in we're in not civilized society anymore. 
definitely and that was not an accidental vibe we no. were definitely no, we were definitely like not not in Tokyo anymore Dorothy not in Tokyo anymore <laughs> um yeah the body paint man I mean not only that everybody was uh like either like really muddy like covered in like ash or cake batter or there's like a whole scene of people had like cake batter on their faces or I something yeah co- yeah covered in the white and green and red looking stuff yeah, it looked incredibly uncomfortable to play one of the aforementioned malformed men. Yeah. Like they were oh, yeah. caked in plaster. Oh yeah. Uh, and, I, I mean, mean, a lot of them were in cages. Uh, and um, they all being had like hand-fed. bridal veils covered in garbage stuck oh. in their mouths. Like that was supposed to be some sort of deformity. And we <laughs> might as well just jump right into the goats. The goats. This was happening right around here. Or, oh yeah. yeah. Um. So for whatever these women had seemingly been like sewn all uh, like a prehistoric human centipede yeah. anus to anus with these they were go- they were sheep or goats like i don't know what was going on i th- it looked like something that was a choice at the time but i th- i think we come to find out later that this was part of the experiments of uh, i can't recall Just, the gentleman's I mean, name but uh, he was uh, jogoro jogoro yeah. jogoro was um Fusing these Siamese twins, he kept referring to them yeah. as. Some of them were uh, opposite sex, yeah. but some of them were even opposite species. And it was a bloody mess of bullshit. It was definitely human centipede-esque, kind of haphazardly sewn. Like, that first one he saw, the woman, it was, like, sewn, like, arm, arms first into the goat. Right. Like, it wasn't, like, if you think of goat woman... Yeah, was, you don't think of that, you don't like, think of that. like face to face, like kind of weird, randomly sewn. But yeah, it was yeah, that yeah. was strange. Hirosuke is kind of just taking this all in stride too. He yeah. seems a little off put, but he doesn't have he a lot of questions. Handled it pretty well. He does. Um, also, Jigoro, his whole look, like I love his look. He was great. Like, he was kind of had like would contort himself, kind of just. Well, as he was moving you, you around. Gotta, you gotta show off those webbed hands, so it's a lot of, oh, like... Oh, yeah, lots of hands in kind front of, of the like, face. Yeah, like, dancing kind of stuff. And uh, also, man, beautiful hair. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. He had, like, a ribbon tied in. Gorgeous. A lot of androgyny. He's wearing a dress. He's wearing, like, white lace gloves. Um, I did really like his whole aesthetic. Yeah. So, Jigoro is our... Mad scientist. He's, yeah, he's our Dr. mad Moreau. scientist, malformed island almost like a deity it seemed like he yeah. was like a cult figure to uh, oh, yeah. a lot of these people they're, they're his children yeah oh yeah. yeah okay so we find out that um at, at some point the hunchbacks are the, like jigoro has like shown his menagerie and his fantasy world to um hitomi or harsuke whatever his name is um, I think that's two of his names, actually. I think it's Sir Hitome Hirosuke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so he shows it to Hitome, a.k.a. Ginzaburo, the guy he's pretending to be, that is his doppelganger, and it turns out Ginzaburo is, you know, well, we, it doesn't turn out. We know Ginzaburo is his son. The son of Jiguro. Because Jiguro is banished his son before he died. Uh, I think we skipped over that. But, but this is his fantasy island that he's, like, sunk the whole family fortune into to create these hybrid animal people. These malformed mm-hmm. men. And uh, the malformed men and the hunchbacks are like, yeah, we've been, you know, shit on our whole lives, so now we're going to take over and we're going to make you guys slaves. Yeah, Jigoro's plan is to 
basically cultivate an island of malformed men and then to set them free, free. into... To, like, rape women and impregnate to them make everybody to make more malformed, malformed men. men. Right, because he doesn't appreciate the, the privilege and the pompous circumstance that the, uh, you know, the undeformed treat the world. Or the way that yeah, they view his the wife, world. Because his wife yeah. was... The mean most to him, right. we, we, yeah. Yeah. she's the you know one of the most beautiful women in all of Japan, and she chooses to take this husband with these webbed hands, and he is mistreated in that relationship. This is kind of like his redemption. Yeah, to revenge of this. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean they're incels. That's basically what happens. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, they're mad at the world, and He's, yeah. then they can't get laid, so they're gonna yeah, yeah. So they're gonna. So they're, they're gonna, gonna create rape, they're gonna, they're mal- gonna malform men to, to rape the population. Yes, no, that's why. Yeah, I mean, the hunchbacks were just brought in to rape the woman, which resulted in the daughter that was at the circus, right? Yeah, yeah. So he basically, the, yeah. Okay, so what happens is the the cop shows up. This is when the cop shows yeah. up and starts giving us like all the a backstory. lot of backstory. This is one of my absolute least favorite horror oh, tropes. you don't they like just, a giant exposition dump at the very end of the they movie? Just, yeah, bring yeah, in a random just, character to reveal the entire plot? Yes, because in the, up to this point, honestly, while there was good character development and some interesting subplot and undertones, there has been no plot. This movie yeah. is suffering moment by moment the further we get into it because it has established no real plot. And... To just introduce this character to come in and say, I've been following you and I am obsessed with investigating crimes and let me tell you what's occurred over the past several months. And he had in- hated insane it. information. Well, hated it. Not only that, he, he's basically like a bored, rich... He's Sherlock Holmes. He's Sherlock Holmes from Tokyo who's reading the paper... And finds out about these missing girls, right? That's and he just kinda... has like infinite uh, resources and capital yeah. to investigate this to on investigate, his own like, private human, time. Human trafficking in 1960 Tokyo. Good for him. Awesome. Great. Great. Noble move. Very convenient for the plot. And uh, yeah, he decides to like go and investigate all this, and then become like a manservant in the Komoda house to like further investigate stuff. Because he finds out that um, Hitomi, goes and visits the grave. Because Hitomi escapes from like the, uh, the, the mental institution, right. he like knows mm-hmm. that also. And then he he automatically goes to the gravesite because he also read the newspaper obituary and realizes that this man looks like him, and he begins to suspect that upon um, Giro Bern- Genzo Burrow's return, that it is actually actually um, Hitomi oh. pretending to be him. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so on a hunch, he goes and digs up the grave. Finds the body of Genzaburo without his, his fu- yeah. funeral uh, attire, and then um, he infiltrates the Komodo house as a manservant. As Immediately. Immediately. And it, uh, again, unquestioned. Yeah. Convenient for the plot, he just infiltrates and starts gathering data. This family is too trust- trusting. Not only that, well, because they're, I mean, that's like, they're basically like nobles, right? They've got like a whole estate, and they've got all these manservants yeah. and everything, right? But still. He then finds out that there's like an entire subplot of the steward and one of the maids trying to like kill everybody off and inherit the property, mm-hmm. which he then goes through, which makes sense because you got like the snakes, obviously, and then we find out what happened to the wife, uh, Ch- uh, Choco. Yeah, uh, the they, mysterious death earlier, not so mysterious as it turns out. Which they were in the ceiling. Classic and ninjas brought down a string. Yeah. And we're pouring poison, poison onto the string so it would drip down into his mouth. 
and they but of course they shift in their sleep. adjusted positions in her sleep and she yawns and like <laughs> she yawns and it goes she immediately takes the in her entire mouth. dose of poison took that yeah. load she took it well not only that it died immediately it's, it's both the steward and the maid are up there they're like they have to collaborate to murder him so they have to both be in the ceiling and let's not forget the guy hiding in the chair Oh man, the chair guy groping Chioko, I think, through yeah, it, and yeah. also leaving notes. Yeah, um, this is the uh, perverted Kurogawa, I believe. Was he, his name? One of the hunchbacks. No, no. he was like um, he was like some sort of like clerk or secretary for the house. Oh, he was he was he um, Wild West banker Monocle Man. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. He's the guy who also kills Circus Girl. At the circus. Yes, as it turns out. So the mysterious knife came from this guy. Right. Oh, because, yeah, because that's the whole thing. Like, he's a pervert because he likes to dress in drag and smoke cigarettes. Yeah, that was the And also hide in a chair and rope people through killer. a chair, which was really weird. Was... How do you do that? How do you not notice someone's in a chair groping you through well, a chair? Well, the chair she was a, into it the, from what we saw. She did seem to get into it. It was a She's weird like, scene. I'm not asking questions. This chair doesn't like, for shit me. feels good. <laughs> yeah, so he... Uh, along his plot to, you know, gather evidence, uh, mm-hmm. finds a secret compartment in her chair, hides in there, and waits for her and her partner to sit there and spill the beans, which they do. And then they then they have sex. They have they sex have on chair that sex. Chair, on chair on in him the chair. while he's, you know, groping, uh, what's her name? Um, oh, Toke. Ch- no, no it's Chioko. It's Chioka. Yeah, or Chioko. Chioko, yeah. Um, she was the one getting groped. At this time. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, see, this is what part of the problem with the uh, rapid exposition is there's so many moving parts and there's so many names of people who have really only minorly been introduced at this point. Right. That, um, so I thought it was Toki and her cousin because they were fucking. Toki and when her cousin sh- were fucking. And were that's fucking. why, because cause, cause pervert guy works for uh, Jagiro, right? Jigoro? Jigoro. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, then, island it doesn't matter. Madman. Um, but we do get that scene where it turns out, because because uh, Sherlock Holmes tells us that they, they basically put out an ad and were able to steal 200 women. They, they just, they, they just like put in an order and somehow got them on a, con- like a container ship? And, and then you see, um, uh, Wild West Banker in drag with cigarettes and a knife and he's just like going to town mm-hmm. on these ladies, like abusing them and burning them with cigarettes and cutting them up with knives and shit. Yeah. I mean, we're missing so much because Jigoro's, ha- Jigoro's wife is currently having an affair during all of this as well. I th- well, think that's like this, during the past. Like in the well, well, during the past, but like this is like when the story is being yeah, told. Yeah, yeah. Because we're yeah. in the cave and we're reminiscing on all of the past events. Right, and right. Congruent to Sherlock Holmes exposition, we also have Jagoro telling his, the his devious plot um, as to why this island is created and how um, he knows that Hirosuke is. Assumed the role of his son, or I guess actually, Hirosuke yeah, he admits is, that. Yeah, to he him. admits that. He admits that to him because uh, he sends Hirosuke off to Tokyo at the tender age of three to pursue a medical career so that he as can. As you do. So he as can. As you do. He can come back as a trained surgeon. 
He, no, to help him he malform men. Not yeah. just that. He sends his child off at three years old to become a surgeon to help him make hybrid people people animals. Right. Which is, I mean, obviously he's crazy. He's insane. But that's an insane thing to do. Three years old. Like, that's that's such an insane thing and to Hirsuku do. Hirsuku obviously says, no, I'm not going to do that. Well, he doesn't even remember, right? When he realizes yeah, the plot, yeah, he's like, he's like I'm not, not that. like, I went to medical school, uh, blah, 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 blah. I'm here uh, pretending to be my brother. It turns out you're my father. He pieces all of this together, mm-hmm. and he immediately rejects the notion. When Jigoro takes them to some cave to reveal where he had... Oh, do you t- want to meet my your mother? Yes, to reveal yeah. his mother, who has, uh, you know, been taken to this cave to die with her lover. Um, who does die. The yes. lover does gets die. Gets eaten by crabs. The lover is also her cousin. Yes, and then we are getting to a big incestuous reveal. And, and Turns out everybody's related. Everybody's, related. everybody's fucking. Also, this whole thing takes place 25 years ago, because... Ginzaburo and fucking um, no no not Ginzaburo I guess it's a it's the it's the Siamese twins that are the child of the cousin and and Jigoro's wife Toki yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Toki is the wife yeah Toki's yes. the wife mm-hmm. um who, I think we who, gotta wrap this review up guys <laughs> I don't know that any of the Elmers are really following or caring I would recommend right now before we even get to our ratings don't this is a big don't watch don't watch me. this movie this is a big don't watch guys I'm sorry um, we'll spare you we'll the, jump, the jump to the end real quick there's the beach chase we find out the whole island is rigged with explosives yeah yeah he pulls off something of seaweed pulls the thing of a, a tree giant con- control a kill switch like with a kill switch um, and then there's the fireworks blowing up with all the body parts with great effects. Yeah, yeah, with the with the, the ghost heads. And if this sounds confusing or like we're skipping a lot of things, it it's is, not. and we are. Well, no, the first half of the movie is pretty standard. It's fairly tight. Plot. It's the I actually did like the first yeah. half. I was very intrigued by this, and I thought that I was gonna like it um, quite a bit based off the the first couple acts, but no. No, when when the cop came in, I was like, oh man. Like, you guys were already going crazy. Like, we didn't need to... We didn't have somebody to explain all this weird shit that was going on in the background. All right, so let's do final quick ratings real quick, and then we'll get to the next one. I definitely preferred the first half. I did like parts of the second half, like the fucked up, kind of disturbing stuff. You know, I like... I hate the plot dumps, like everyone else. Um, It's kind of boring. It's kind of lazy. Out of a hundred, I'd give it. I give it a fifty-eight. That's generous. And I feel like that is a little generous, but I picked it. So. <laughs> well, you know, uh, I will kind of echo some of what you said. I did like the first uh, bits of the movie. I did find the the original ideas and some of the nuances in um, Hirosuke assuming this new identity to be uh, interesting and quite fun. Uh, the further we went down the rabbit hole, which is usually something that I really enjoy. Uh, yeah, as you you'll like come to know as you continue to listen, hole. I like the rabbit hole. I like that avant-garde, just psychedelic, weird, weird, non-linear plot. Like, love that horror trope of just throw everything in a blender and put it out there and see if we can kind of trick the viewer into thinking this is something creative. 
trick works on me 99% of the time. This was 1% that did not. This was hot garbage. Um, in the notes officially, I have written down the words dog water. This should have been nourishing, but it was really just back splashed, gross, ground puddle, horrible plot. 29 out of 100. 29. Wow. <laughs> That's a scathing review. Well, it this it's what it deserves. No, no, I, I, I yeah, your your opinion is valid. I yeah, I think you're right. But I okay, I, I'm going to say it's a 4. Let's say it's 4 out of 10. And here's why. It's it's actually two movies. It's two different movies, and the first movie I liked, and the first movie would have been better if there had been like more kills in it and like you mm-hmm. keep going with the um whatever the like who's in the house that's trying to hurt people kind of stuff. And then the second movie was just weird banana shit, and I don't know. It could have been fun, but if those were two different movies and each was 80 minutes, 6 out of 10. For the first one, yeah. Yeah. Easily (laughs) a 6 out of 10 for the first one. But together, too much going on, too long, too weird. Like, I don't know. Not quite sure why exactly this is... uh, was banned in Japan. Obviously, I don't have the cultural understanding. I didn't grow up there. The time was obviously much different. Yeah. The idea of incest is never a popular one, but in uh, cultures with steep traditions, I, I mean, that's probably the I'd most offensive to, part of that. I, had to, I would have to guess it, mostly the incest. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot to of be a driving factor for that. Um, but some of the, like, uh, some of the acting was pretty solid. Uh, I do love Gojiro's look. And um, there were some positives hot, here. Hot kissing scenes. Oh, oh man. The mouth, the <laughs> closed mouth. Mashing them together. The only time like a mouth rubbing. was open that entire movie was when the poison was still falling down the thread. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, let's uh, let's put that one in the books for 13th and Elm and let's yeah. uh, reveal the moving. second film. Yeah. What are we right. watching next, Bill? Second movie would jump in 20 whole years into the future for Death Spa. Death. 1989 Death Spa, directed by Michael Fisher. Let's get to IMDb. Michael Fisher? Synopsis. Shout out to IMDb. Thanks Shout out for, to IMDb. Thanks for giving us the uh, easy cliff notes on these. Easy. Okay, Michael Evans, whose wife Catherine recently killed herself, is the owner of a high tech health club. Catherine possesses the club's computer system and uses the club's equipment to murder people. Okay. So you know like, this? No, I've not okay. seen this, but I, I don't I wouldn't say I love this trope, but it's a cool trope where like a spirit possesses mechanical things. Yes. Or like a smart house or <laughs> or a hot tub or a spa or whatever. So like, I'm definitely looking forward to this one. I mean, it sounds like Pretty much the whole movie is going to take place in an 80s health club. So you know the oh. outfits, the gar- the hairstyles, hair everything's going to be great. If we don't get a death by steam room, I'm going to be pissed. Oh. I would expect one. Yeah, that's that should be a definite. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be, assume. right? It's got to be. So you haven't seen this? Um, I've Honestly, I haven't heard of this one. You haven't heard of this one? How did um, you hear about it? Just, just kind of looking into campy, fun 80s movies and... The list is we've seen the eighty percent of them, if not more. Um, and this one, this one kind of caught my eye, and it just kind of went went from there. Um, director doesn't have too many credits, but one thing that's kind of fun: the main actor, so the guy that plays Michael, is played by William Boomuller. 
Bumuller, who goes on, first of all, he was the manager of a health club before being cast, which is kind of cool. Right, he's typecast. That's the movie. Yeah. Um, and he was in a lot of just random, like, cable shows. Not, like, main cast, but was in episodes of NCIS, 24, Bones, Reba, Days of Our Lives. Man, so, like, a bunch of those type of shows. It's like quality. A couple episodes here and there. So guys, uh, he's a well-traveled actor. Oh yeah. Is, is there a Despot too, or is this a standalone? That I don't know. That I don't okay. know. So we'll have to see. Maybe we'll set us up for a second one. But I am excited for this one. It's just supposed to be, you know, lots of gore, can't be cheese. Did you see? Cheese. Did you see uh, a trailer on this at all? No. So this one, I even know pretty much even less. Than the last one because I watched the trailer for that because I wanted to make sure it looked good. <laughs> Thanks. Well, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, this one it was pretty much just like the name intrigued me enough to click on it. I mean, I read that I was like, I mean, come on, possessed gym equipment, killing people like in the '80s, like it sounded really fun. So let's find out. Well, uh, where's this available? Where can we watch this? We're going back to Amazon, baby. Shout, Shout out, out to, to Jeff, Jeff Bezos. Bezos. He's so down to earth. He's a good guy. Well, he's not down to earth yet. But he will be. <laughs> hey. There we go. Alrighty. Let's get into it. And we are back. We just watched Despa. What did you guys think? Who's a hoop? I like that spot. That spot was a that spot uh, was fun. Considerable uptick in the um, entertainment. In the yeah, for sure, coming from where we came from. No, no, definitely a whole much, a whole bunch more fun. Um, a lot of like weird stuff going on, but some great kills, some great lines, some great, uh, some great costumes. Yeah, oh, yeah, I agree. I was, I was most excited for the costumes and the hairstyles and all of that, and it delivered hard. Absolutely. I think uh, in stark contrast to our last uh, recap, um, we can really fly through this one, not because uh, it's not deserving, but because, I mean, it was it was simple. It was... Uh, not plot heavy. No, it was a vehicle for violence and gore and some solid horror tropes that, um, I, I honestly, I want to get into some of these kills. Uh, we'll paint a little backdrop. Yeah. Yeah. The spa um, is it's a seemingly futuristic high tech spa, circa Upscale. 1989. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's struck by lightning. Um, the dust. great opener. Yeah, a classic opener. Yeah, yeah with Steve. the sign, um, Star Body. Was that what Star, it was? Body. Star Body. Spa. Getting struck spa. by lightning. You got the D in body, so it can spell out Death Spa right at the beginning. That was great. Mm-hmm. Got that steam room kill immediately. Immediately. First, first kill, first scene. It wasn't a kill. It wasn't a kill. So that oh, was no, Laura no, I guess that's right. Yeah. Getting she, blinded. She got, in, she got injured. She was entrapped she was in the steam blinded. room and blinded by the, uh, what was it, the chlorine gas? Uh, the chlorine gas. gas that uh, was in something like that. Yeah. Yep. Well, I mean, that's that's what he was accusing accusing her of, uh, accusing him of. Um, and we didn't really get much so. more than accusations because this movie, like I said, we were zooming through what should have been plot and I didn't mind it at all. We we were getting oh, yeah. setups for kills. <laughs> Most of it was uh, uh, David, right? Or not David. Um, Michael. 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 Who's the owner is like a newly widowed 
He's a playboy. Hus- newly widowed husband is a playboy with one of the girl who gets steamed in the very beginning. Yeah. Laura. And Laura. And uh, he ends up like having weird occurrences and then people keep getting yeah. injured. Like that's, I the, did, that's, the, that's the movie. I did like that it built up to kills. So we had the, the blinding of, of Laura and then we had the diving board miss yeah. that. Oh yeah. So it was like two incidents with no fatalities yet. Right, and they were both, like, seemingly malfunctions of the gym due to, like, an electrical failure. Like we said, we got struck yeah. by lightning. It's all, it's a, and it's a high-tech gym for the time. It's all computer-controlled. You'd even noted that at some point, like, There's when they like, were on the workout machines, like the fly machine, it was, like, yeah. increasing its weight in increments by voice. Increase weight to 120. <laughs> increase weight to 200. Increase weight to 340. And, like, eventually, I think that was the first official kill. I was about to say, was that the first kill where he was oh, on, it, um, it, like, a it like, like a fly machine and, and, on itself, and it was basically. so heavy that yeah his yeah. insides kind of exploded not only that like all those machines just went straight to the wall you didn't see any weight on them you don't they have were to see just, the wires they, they were just They're like the, the, the bench goes straight into the wall everything <laughs> all the cables go into the wall just so that you know that this is operated by a computer yeah, yeah. and uh, we do learn pretty early that Catherine's twin brother David is the one in charge of the entire computer he, system he's the only one that knows the system too like yeah no one, no one understands it, it. They're, yeah they're very much in the dark on how uh, the tech works Michael except for the David one guy are not friends no they're <laughs> button heads pretty hard right away and michael even goes so far to suggest that it's a malfunction in the computer system that is leading to the unsafe occurrences uh, ultimately some deaths and uh david ain't having it no Mm-mm. he does not want to hear it David and Catherine are also twins. There's in this all this weird twin stuff that's going on throughout the movie where they're twins like there's a twincest and like weird like like I don't know seancey twin magic where they're able to talk to each other. Yeah, he had that line. He's like, oh, I you don't I know, know her thoughts more than you can understand. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. uh, also, what what was a good one? Um, what are you gonna solve this with? Your jock violence. <laughs> Yeah, because obviously David is like the nerd and Michael and, is like uh, running Michael's the hell's jock. The Chad. Classic yeah. nerd jock. Yeah, dichotomy. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, I'm hoping one of you remember more or wrote better notes. Um, but there's that random dead baby bird. Oh, yeah. yeah, okay. I don't remember. They had a lot of weird knick-knacky things, like mm-hmm. both in the the office yeah, there's and like also the their silver, homes. silver taxidermy almost. Uh, yeah, the yeah, like chrome-plated uh, taxidermy. Chrome-plated chrome uh, uh, really cow skull. Because there was a skull. Yeah. So yeah, it's a cow skull. And they have, like, other cow skulls that are all, like, native. And they have, like, native, like, um, uh, beaded like Ornamental vests, vests like, ceremonial vests. just hanging vest. in the office at, like, the boardroom? Yeah. Which, then they have a boardroom for this giant gym that's computer-operated. We, we don't even need to get into why they need a NASA control center to control, I guess, I'm assuming a steam room. A hot tub, and then all the weight all the machines. Weights. And one but... of the strengths of this movie, uh, immediately juxtaposed to horrors of uh, malformed men, is we didn't get into that plot. We no. just skimmed right, right over it. the yeah. top of it, and none of those questions needed to be answered, which <laughs> I found I found refreshing. refreshing yeah. Absolutely, um, we got some good kills. Real quick before we got into any more kills, there, um, classic genre actor Ken Forey's and this didn't. Oh, yeah. uh, yeah, catch that I going that. into I the that. movie. 
But um, he's became more popular throughout the early and mid 2000s. Um, he made a lot of appearances in the Rob Zombie films. We kind of talked about that throughout. Um, mm -hmm. Notably, Rejects. yeah, he plays Charlie Altamont in the Devil's Rejects and um, House of Thousand Corpses. He's also in the Halloween remake. Um, he's in the animated uh, movie that he did, um, the El Super Bisto, which is a Rob Zombie production okay. and a handful of other things uh, yeah. classic genre actor been around for many years but it was good to see him in this uh, first appears on screen in an amazing, amazing jacket, jacket. Oh, that was this thing was like awesome. part duster part yeah, trench coat 100% fluorescent almost, and no reason they needed to be in the gym it's it like almost like what boxers wear when they're going out to <laughs> like, the raid like yeah, it's like really name on the bright back. and flashy it's got a hood on it yeah. satin um, yeah. it was good it was great it was yeah. great what he a great costume, with, just yeah. in general, man. I mean, like the classic '80s workout stuff, like like one pieces, leg warmers, and, and leotards, leg warmers, lots of uh, headbands, and like, big hair. Yeah, big hair. Big, big, big hair. Big hair. Oh. And you know, uh, a shirts tucked into like really short shorts as well, which I'm a big fan. Yeah, this was this was fun, and, and I would recommend this. Sexy. One. This is sexy. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So much new okay. in this. Wow. What? Yeah. Was it's Despa. What were you expecting? What was hotter, the shower scene, or the outside of Michael's door? <laughs> <laughs> so oh, yeah. we're in this oh. desert like, landscape. Yeah, right? they're they're in what California? So Southern coast. California. You can see the yeah. coast. And uh, for whatever reason, in this beautiful hillside mansion, this <laughs> love the architecture of that house. Rome plated fucking door. Mirrored. This thing would have been. Uh, 200 degrees to the touch like I'm, like there's no way a human could have opened this door in July you know what if, <laughs> if they had shown us directly out the front door you'd seen a burn scorch mark a mile long from the from the concentrated sunlight reflecting <laughs> off of that door yeah this the concrete is yeah just it just melted. melting this door was a distraction but it was a fun distraction. Distracting door, for sure. Um, Hashtag distracting door. Tweet that. Yeah. Elmers, oh, we need you. Let's get that trending worldwide before... Uh, we don't have a Twitter yet, but you guys get that started. Yeah. We, 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 you don't tag us. You hashtag... Hashtag. Uh, Chrome door? What are we hashtagging? I forgot already. <laughs> Hashtag Chrome door. Just rewind it if you didn't catch it the first time, <laughs> and then uh, tweet at us. Tell us what we missed. Just tweet out a few things. We'll pick them up, I'm sure. Um, we got to get yeah, more but... official, guys. We gotta get, we're gonna, we'll have a Twitter up by Monday. Yeah, get up our <laughs> definitely Monday after whenever this airs. The, oh, like, the following Monday. Let's talk about the locker kill where like oh. a spear just came through out the of nowhere. Thing. The blue The blue. The blue. Thing. Yeah. The killer blue. Okay. What happened was all the lockers start going off, like shuddering all in unison. A I think I wrote down locker cacophony. And then <laughs> something. <laughs> Something flies out of one of the lockers, and I think is it, is it Priscilla? Is that? I don't know. Don't Honestly, a lot of a lot of these um, people were only in the NPCs movie to die, to be killed. Yeah, they oh yeah, really yeah. Have names. Yeah, they probably had names, but it was like Priscilla or Marcy was one. She also went out early. <clears throat> she got like punctured through the throat and then died. Yeah. Um, it was all on the um, like the. Arrow through the throat I, in uh, Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, was that three? Two, I thought it maybe? was an arrow, but it was like large and it was blue. Big, it, and I thought it, it was blue. I don't know. It, it looked like hard. a fucking spear. <laughs> yeah, or like some I mean, sort of like arm rod. Like you know what I mean? This or is like, yeah, like broken, you know, jagged piping. It could have right. been. Uh, it could have been an actual javelin. Maybe they were like Olympic training levels. Like this gym. Fucking this honestly. gym probably even in 1989 probably cost 
three hundred dollars a month to go to oh, this yeah. gym. Oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh well, I mean, you see the types of parties they're hosting at this gym. They, apparently, it's just an open bar Lots where they just beer. drink everywhere. Oh, and they have like on-site sushi. Like, yeah, it's because we're we'll cutting up that. sushi. Yeah, we'll get to that because okay. there's some good sushi food later so, in the movie. So yeah, so he's getting tortured by his um, ghost dead wife who has seems to have control over everything in the gym. Like like, so like telekinetic. With, yeah, it almost started out with the equipment and then it it became she, very clear she can anything. She loosened the bolts anything. on the diving board. Right. Uh, like, oh yeah, I guess that. Like, yeah, I guess it was. And there right? was, uh, like, yeah, I guess so that has some nothing the... to do with a computer, <laughs> a computer system. All, right? Strictly <laughs> mechanical. So we got the diving board. Um, and we shortly after that, there was a scene in the shower um, where tiles started flying off of the the, the oh, yeah, wall. Yeah, well, the, the water started with... getting hot. It started right. boiling and steaming, and then yeah, all the tiles were like which I thought was great. I did not. I around. did not expect that at all. At all, I think the first tile broke off and and hit one of them in the head and. There was some blood there, which was cool. Yeah, nobody had really um, come to pass as of yet. Yeah, but, no one was dead at, at that point. Um, but we did get the fly machine kill. We yeah. got the uh, spear through the throat in the locker room or Spears whatever that throat. was. Whatever and there was, some, there was some good gore there because uh, Priscilla or Marcy, whoever this NPC was, ended up, uh, at some point she was stuffed in this locker. Um, and our blind heroine, Laura, was... Uh, traversing the locker room. Oh, yeah, that's right. And uh, she couldn't see, but she was opening up the lockers and you came back upon the dead body of uh, Priscilla Marcy. I I apologize. I love the double eye patch. She takes a ring off of her finger and puts it on her own finger. She takes off of the dead girl. Yes. Which is really? Which is, yes. Like, like, I'm not even kidding you. I must have been writing something. Like, that is insane. I get, like, you're, you're, you know blind but you could feel a dead corpse like you could definitely yeah. feel it's a human hand i mean what do you think it's coming off of yeah you know the obviously all the uh ring the, the human little, size ring holders the, yeah, the ring holders i've got in my <laughs> locker at the gym so a quick note and i think we breezed over it is uh catherine the now deceased wife of the spot owner michael, michael. she she killed herself early on in the movie. In it was a brutal as fuck way. Yeah, she covered herself in gasoline and she, lit herself she, on fire. She was in a field in a she wheelchair. Was in a wheelchair. And then she went yeah. out to the garden. I think she says she went out to their garden, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And doused herself and in gasoline. Doused herself in gasoline. I don't think they ever really. Maybe they did touch on why she was like going through something, but why she killed herself. I, I, I missed it. It wasn't a big plot point, but again, that's not what this movie was. About. No, no, it wasn't super plot heavy. Um, she did seem to have some sort of like telepathic communication with her twin David, who was running the computer room. And then she, at some point, did ass- yeah, she assume the computer. Him. She was trying to communicate with Michael and well, David through she, the she was she was sending him like DDoS, you know, messages on the green screen, and then also like faxing him. There's yes. like I miss you, Michael, like going on like a yeah. hundred times. <laughs> it was a lot um, of fun, honestly. Well, I do, I do now have to mention the command line prompt starting with please. <laughs> please. I enjoyed the shit out of that for sure. Just like having to be polite. Be polite to your computer, <laughs> please. Oh man, good stuff. Um, I mean, honestly, not a whole lot to talk about this other than the kills. I mean, those are the highlights for me. There were some whoa. solid effects we, and gore. We haven't talked about the girl that went down into the basement 
The boiler room. Or the, the fish same. kill. We, that's well, what I'm saying. We're that. Get, we're, we're <laughs> or, and we didn't talk about the, the scientist with the ghost counter. Oh, oh fuck. Yeah, the ghost Geiger meter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, like, ghost okay, so um, Michael goes to this parapsychologist and. He has his own office and everything. And it's just like paranormal office. scientist yeah. or something, it says on his door. He's a parapsychologist. And you, you find out he left the seminary to get into parapsychology to figure out what was real and was not real. So, settle dig at religion and also, like, you're. Investigating ghosts, so let's not. And he looks crazy, like he, they googled oh, crazy. Yeah, they're like, man, he had like weird wear sweaters, his hair like, sticking tweed out, suit, like you know, look like a crazy professor. Oh yeah, and he has a Geiger counter that he puts over a um, like a Cardinellian brooch that yeah. was like whatever Catherine's, and tells him all the stuff. He's like, oh, you found all that out in the paper, and they're like, no, no, actually, uh, you had a bird's nest, and then they talk about like the baby bird and stuff that came okay. out that we still don't really know where that yeah, came from. Yeah, because Michael, Michael's weird. kind of under the, the hunch that uh, there's there's some fuckery afoot and there's some paranormal activity well, happening. So he seeks out the counsel of this paranormal uh, investigator. What was his name? Moray? Uh, Lido Moray? Lido Moray. Lido Moray. <laughs> and so he comes to the gym and like, oh, oh, but that's before... Well, prior to that, uh, one of the NPC women goes down to the boiler room she's like she she's an employee um and after her shift she somebody uh says oh michael left a note for you uh that's right and yeah. she reads the note and it says something like it was really big it was like meet me downstairs right if you want to learn more <laughs> like meet me downstairs like that, and yeah. we've already established at this point michael is a playboy um and he's totally over the the tragic suicide of his wife, <laughs> and he is just going to town with all Everyone of his Anyone in, in his movie. Orbit. Anyone in his orbit is fair game for Absolutely. Michael. Yeah. He got over that brutal suicide. And so, you know, she's <laughs> she's smitten, and she wants to uh, go down and see what this is all about mm -hmm. in the boiler room. Of course. Um, as one does. As, as one, one does. does. Go to the boiler room. And, uh, you know, she is perplexed. When water starts to uh, come out of the uh, what is that? He's got that old school Domino's delivery jacket, oh, and, yeah. and and she is confused, and she's what is what is it? What and is the, it? So water there, there's steam, steaming, and rain. Well, it's coming the from same the flooding, same coric, whatever. Uh, yeah, right? yeah. Like so you would assume that mixing so into the water. Apparently, there's some 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 tube or number of tubes in the piping. To carry pure chlorine gas <laughs> to the pool in the gym because as they do, because the, they do, you know, you need that much, and it is mixing in and causing it to form into like hydrochloric acid, which is then killing people and melting them. Yes, and which was a good kill. Oh, she yeah, I mean, is and I, slowly disintegrating under a shower of acid. Black and alka seltzer. I loved this kill, and yeah. even better. Then just the initial, um, the, what we were under the impression, the initial kill itself, uh, she is... Stayed alive. Yeah, she stays alive oh, that's right. for, like, her she's several like, scenes. She's see, gooey. You, you she can is... see her heart beating through her yes. fucking rib yeah. cage. And she was yes, alive. because her skin, her muscle, her bone has all been chewed oh, out by and, this and, fucking... And, um, and but she the heart's still beating. Her jaw, 
but she's got a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. It's it's like think of like a chocolate lava cake, but a person. And yes, that's what she. Her does. eyes are falling out of her head. That's it. Think of a Duncan mug. <laughs> Duncan, Duncan Hines uh, microwave coffee, or, brownie. Uh, uh, microwave cup brownie. That's what she looked oh, like man. by the time this was done. And so the par- she, di- she uh, does not die. And then Doctor Lito More goes down to investigate with his ghost counter his Geiger counter of ghosts, and it starts going off, and he finds the not-quite-dead, but very moist um, NPC, <laughs> and then freaks out, totally normal, of course you'd freak out, Absolutely. and runs out, and is like freaking out, and that is when an apparition of Catherine shows up, and is like giving him the business about... I whatever she's yes. the boss and I'm gonna kill you now and then she like flings him up yep. I don't know 25-30 feet into yeah. the ceiling <clears throat> whips him around a lot and then he falls down and gets thrown around and is eventually killed um I actually don't remember his, his death he like so hit the ceiling and then fell down that like they weird they dragged him on the conveyor belt that oh, they showed the, oh, the, the box to the boiler room down. right yeah. cause you get all your packages sent to the boiler room of course yeah it was a it was a weird <laughs> weird uh type of death but I think really we are establishing that this apparition so to speak is, does have an influence she, over the physical she, world she is a powerful poltergeist yes absolutely powerful gorgeous too and yeah yes. also big like she looks like a like a bride of Dracula cause she's got this like lacy kind of white thing she's got all these like mm-hmm. red the gels coming off her like she's super haughty and like kind of sassy like I mm-hmm. dig it yeah she's great yeah she was good um, and that was a that was a solid little sequence there. Not so much for the kill of Dr. Moray, but the return to the body um, as it's continuing to decompose. No, which that was, that was great. good special effect. That good was practical great. effects. Yeah. Absolutely. Was that yeah. with the with the squirting through? Oh yeah, the eye squirt. The eye, squirting. eye just exploded. squirted through yeah. and exploded. Yeah, that, that was, was really great. good. Yeah. Um. So we move on from there. The apparition returns back to uh, Michael's home. Um, and it, it starts communicating with him, um, but when we wake up again, and it appears as though he's been dreaming. But this this apparition is getting a stronger hold on Michael, and it's becoming clear that he's, or that uh, Catherine is moving into his like personal space. And um, you know that there was a lot of there's a lot of uptick in violence from this point on. Mm-hmm. Um, we had. The little soiree, the after-hours soiree, the Halloween party. The Halloween mm-hmm. party, yeah. Um, so there is a Halloween party at the gym, and it seems like all of the employees, and board members, insurance company representatives, and uh, all the members <laughs> all of the gym, everybody. are everybody's there. You, you, know what I, you know what I actually expected and we didn't see was, was people doing drugs. Like, everyone's drinking, but I don't know. I just expected... Some high drugs, yeah. Yeah, exactly. But, a little, uh, a little, or, uh, or steroids, at least. A little couple key bumps in the ladies' room. Exactly. Exactly. That's definitely exactly. happening behind the scenes. But but they didn't show it, and they showed they showed a lot of nudity, so I expected drugs, but whatever. Um. <laughs> so at this soiree, there is an open bar and a, a sushi, sushi station. On, on demand. Yes. yes, and there are they are cutting up live, or not live, but like... No, they're not live. But they're cutting up fresh fish to order, making oh, yeah. rolls per, to order. Um, this is what Southern California, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. which doesn't really make sense until you get to argue, arguably the best kill in the movie. Oh man, okay, because okay, okay. 
first off, he gets locked well, in the freezer. It doesn't make any sense because alligator gar are not sushi grade fish. So hey, we don't need like we're not one hundred percent sure on. The, I'm very that sure fish. about that. <laughs> but so fuck, I don't even remember who it was. Was it's, it Michael? It's no, 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 because no, he didn't it, die. It's the it was, um uh the lieutenant, right? The, yes, it is the um, oh, it is the cop. lieutenant cop. So he gets locked in that like walk-in freezer. Well, he gets no. What happens is he, he's talking to one of the ladies playing bartender, mm-hmm. and she had previously in the movie. Um, when we were first starting to get some of these computer electronic kills, uh, yeah. there's kind of a gag kill early on where she's making <laughs> one of the uh, gym members a veggie smoothie. Yeah, like a V8. Yeah, and she has her hand in the blender and she kind of plays the practical plank, prank of oh, uh, getting stuck of in getting it. Getting stuck in it. Right. Um, later on in the movie, up to where we were just discussing it, blender. she actually does get her arm I can't and believe like, I forgot th- that that kill happened right there there's yeah. so it was much the bloodiest blood. kill there's like a river of blood under her <laughs> they're, they're like and it had not gotten oh, past her wrist slipping around in it and she's turning into like high pulp orange juice yeah. and and this dude is, is is trying to get off and there's no way there's, it's it a wireless is, wireless it, blender so it you can just a, unplug it it is a Vitamix it is just like he probably could have slammed up. it on the ground or on I don't know and, and, she, and then it finally disconnects and she's bled out she's, she's, she's died she's gone and which, he's the homicide investigator g- given the amount of blood she, she should she's be dead, fucking dead. Oh, she's oh, yeah. super dead so, so then then the fucking fridge oh, the, the walk-in fridge opens up and sucks him in yeah complete like this is just black hole black yes, hole just, sucked in immediately so he gets sucked into the lot of walk in I mean the I almost feel like she's getting more powerful as the movie progresses well she she kill almost cause she can, like, she can also later on we'll get into it but she can take possession of somebody so yeah so she is she's feeding off the blood right she at this is, point yeah. so he's in the Walk-in. He's in the walk-in. Beers start popping. Every, everything cool effect. starts everything moving. Starts popping. Yeah, all yeah. of these like protein pills and everything are flying around. And uh, then cans of tomato puree are popping on the shelves. And then, <laughs> when I read Despa, I did not expect a frozen flying fish kill. <laughs> well, but out of nowhere... The fish animate themselves and then... <laughs> Fly what off. kind of fucking fish is it's it? It's a gar. So a gar? They look like, like an eel to me. Well, yeah, but they're like real long and skinny. They have like a lot of teeth. Actually, it could have been a pike. It looked more like a pike, but it doesn't matter. They're the same thing. They're like predatory fish that are long and skinny, yeah. and they have teeth. And, Gnarly, uh, big, it, angry teeth. It, and those it, things just buried themselves into his jugular. Into his, into his throat immediately. And they're like, they're like flying and like, like yes. just getting this in This thing there. was shot awesome. out of like a potato gun the way <laughs> it, it flew like, into his throat. And it was like still frozen. Like you could still tell that it was frozen. <laughs> well, it, it didn't get upright. It just stayed sideways and like mm-hmm. flopped around sideways to get at him. Yeah, and he was he was a goner. Yeah, immediately. And no one ever bothered to look back in the freezer. No, nobody I mean, found him. I mean, but there was that we saw. There was a lot going on. I could see why you might not have been poking around in, in the, the walk-ins. Walk in. in the walk-ins. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, where do we go from there? I mean, there's been a, there's a lot of kills and it kind of all the time back and forth in uh, you know through cutaway scenes. We see Catherine, the 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 former wife of Michael who had committed suicide. She's definitely starting to take a physical form, and yeah. uh, yes. she she kills Jeffrey, who is one of the young uh, like 
assistants or employees of the gym who is taking over the computer control station because David yes, is not the found. guy with the perfect beautiful hair. hair. Perfect oh, yeah, hair. I for, yeah, I forgot about that. A lot he of good-looking people in this movie. Yeah. No matter is, your persuasion. Yeah, he is told agreed. so clearly and strictly to not let anybody in that room except for Marv. And as soon as Laura walks in, he's just like, what are you doing here? And then it's she starts party. being all sexy, yeah. and, and he's like, "I guess you can stay." <laughs> yep. And um, how did she get him? She oh, face squeeze, face squeeze. That's right. She... It's like off screen for the most part. Yeah, I mean, she kind of just grabs his jaw, and and then and then she uses his like costume to yeah, impersonate. She, yeah. But you, yeah, there's not there's no blood. You just she no. just like grabs his face and then. Cut to scene. Yep, and then Some the next time crunching. we come back, she's dressed up at the because remember it's a costume party, it's Halloween, so she's well, she in his the, pirate garb, like the see-through people mask with the like yep. clown paint. Yes, they can't. Yeah. Yep, and also remind yourself that Laura's been blinded in the opening scene in the steam room. She's, so she's, she's, she's got her little gauze circles over her eyes yep. the whole time. No, but but which, at this scene, it's the first time she's had them off. Well, but she's also, she's right. like a Chiquita Bonita type of character, and she's got these dark glasses. And yeah. there is a comment that uh, she still, yeah. Michael makes something about, like, oh, how's she doing without her eye gauze or something? And, he's like, oh, yeah. and she's got these murdered out glasses. So she can't really see much of what's going on. She gets led away. Grab, yeah, grabbed and taken to the other room. Yep. Um, and what happened to Laura? Laura got got, if I'm not mistaken. The exploding mirror. So uh, no. They put Laura in the tanning bed. Tanning bed. That's right. See, there's but, so many good kills in this movie. The, the exploding well, mirror die. was an NPC, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because that was she literally like it was that. like that was like quick whip, like whipping back and forth like uh, okay, we you guys weren't in theater were you? No. no. Uh, okay. Well, you know, you like make sound effects, you, like shake like a, a sheet of metal to make yeah. thunder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Okay, that's what it was looking like. Like the mirror was like shaking back yeah. and forth and rippling, and then she just exploded, which is cool. Um, but no, the tanning bed for sure. Yep. She, she uh, so Catherine straps Laura down into the tanning bed, and she goes back to assume the controls in the computer. At which point, she runs back into Michael, and she tells Michael about you know. I'm lonely. Why don't you come and join me? Join me in hell. Yeah, and if you take one step further or try to stop this, your little plaything is going to be burnt to a crisp, you know? Fried chicken. Fried chicken, chicken, that's right. Yeah, I wanted to make sure we, yeah. So, there's some good lines. Also, at this point, it seems as though Laura has assumed, or excuse me, Catherine has assumed the body of her twin because she's morphing back and forth between her apparition and like uh there's a scene where it's like from the waist down where it's david putting like uh, lotion on his skin and dressing up as catherine yes. essentially right. and then and then they immediately like go and look for him and they're like oh he's definitely dressed up as catherine like we could tell immediately like we... oh yeah there's that that phone call and he's like <laughs> oh get this he might be dressed in drag. <laughs> yeah, the, the homicide investigator is looking uh, for like a six foot, one thirty five slender build, um, wacko. Might might be might be dressed as a woman, wacko. <laughs> Most likely a psycho. Um. Oh well, yeah, red red ginger hair, psycho. Probably a psychopath. <laughs> um. No, yeah, the, he, she gets tied down uh, and like gagged, I guess. 
And then I don't understand. I mean, I guess she she goes back to the control center, but like she's she is the building. Like she can control everything from yeah. wherever. Yeah, yeah it's she's like, like smart. Omnipotent. She's like uh, Katie Seagal in Smart House. Yeah, it's like a little <laughs> exactly <laughs> good deep cut. Oh, good one. Uh, <laughs> uh, fucking, I, I lost it. Don't worry about it. I'm not. So we get more gore like this movie doesn't stop until honestly you want to talk about a hard fast violent ending the last frame the last frame was a movie of great kill and then immediately roll credits like we don't even know what happened to michael we're not sure exactly what happened to laura um and it it didn't really matter because none of that was important to the film yeah the final kill was Catherine, if i'm Mm -hmm. not mistaken yeah yeah, yeah, because what happens is, like, uh, Michael, like, goes to the... Everything gets set on fire from Catherine, and then Michael goes to the circuit board and then, like, gets his sandals and is, like, crossing the streams, essentially, and is able to, like, whatever, overload the circuit board, and then you see Catherine, like, getting electrocuted at the yeah. control board. Yeah. Um, and then they think it's over, and then they go and find her body, because <laughs> the door is locked, like, oh, the computer locked the door, so she just shoots it a couple times, and they right. bust through, and then they get over to her, and Catherine slash David is, David is burnt to a crisp, and uh, then, then she reaches out and grabs, and then Michael rips the arm off, and then as gets the, three shells, like, right in the chest. As the other character goes... Hold on a second. And just pulls out a gun and just conks like three, three in her cat. head. Yeah, just... it. Man, this thing was fun. I will yeah, say it right now. Maybe was. not the best film. But, Elmer, I, mean, I wouldn't expect us to review a lot of Oscar winners on this show, okay? You go buckle up and you'll I learn mean, quickly this is what we're here for. I put it up there, like, not maybe at the exact rank but very close to chopping mall and and sleepaway camp like it's oh, cool. like it that much i don't know I think those it's fun. Those, those are heavyweights by my standards I said chopping mall is i mean as you're far talking as Linnea Quigley, okay, okay, Barbara whoa, 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 Crampton, Killbots. Don't listen to him. But give us your honest. Like, no, I'm just saying, you... like, as far as like how how fun and like cheesy it was, like okay. I think it's yeah, close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's not quite there. Like those ones are on their own level. But as far as like '80s cheese that I have never even heard of, it's close. Fair. That is fair to me. I mean. Yeah, well, I'll just jump in right away. I'm going to give this one a solid, strong, healthy 76. Okay. What? I was... Yeah, dude, this yeah, was... Yeah, you like... All right. This was fun. Okay. It was no, by no means a good film, but like it was well-delivered, properly packaged, aesthetically pleasing 80s cheese. Okay. It lived yeah. and died in its own genre. It stayed true to itself. And it moved quick. It wasn't too long. There was parts of it that were funny. But most of it, like I said, plotless vehicle for violence. And that will always get a good score from me. You know, a big problem with the first movie we watched tonight was just tried too hard. Mm-hmm. Tried to do too much. And I like those movies too. But this is what it was and it lived and died on its own merits which were minimal but well executed 76 
Okay. Um, I was thinking the number I had in mind, I was going to do a, a 72 was the one that I had. So pretty close, but I had a lot of fun. I'd watch it, like, I'd watch it again. Yeah. Like, not, like, very soon. Um, but, I mean, it was it was fun enough that I'd definitely, I'd definitely watch it again. All right. I, what do you think? Uh, I'm going to have to be a Debbie Downer here. I, hey, man. I didn't hate it. I, I thought it was fun. I agree with you guys. I just, uh, <clears throat> five. Uh, five. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that, to I, be honest. Okay. Yeah, no, I mean, it's definitely not something that I'm going to sit here and, and argue, like, why well, it's that much I'll, better, you I'll, know what I mean? If you want, I'll tell you why you're wrong, but <laughs> go, please, go no, that's why we're here. No, 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 okay, so... So when you think, like... So, we, again, rating a lot of, like, rating movies is, or rating anything is rating it against things, other things as well, right? To kind of give you a barometer, Yeah, so, like, I was going to ask, like, am what I gonna would watch you put, this like, again? Chopping Mall, like, those kind chopping of things. Chopping Mall is... Is bad in a is so bad that it's you have to watch it. Yeah, I don't know. Like this is good, and I think that people that are fans of movies or fans of horror movies, like this is a movie that I recommend to somebody. It's like, oh, you like mm-hmm. B movie horror? Definitely check this out. Oh yeah, this is not a bad movie. This is a lot of fun, a lot of gore, and like you're saying, like it was it was refreshing after the first movie that we saw. No offense, but there's a lot. There's just a lot going on. Like this, I could like I don't know. I I I enjoyed what was going on. But as far as, like, was it particularly memorable? Was it something that I would, like, like be like, oh, a fun movie night. Let's definitely watch the, you know, Death Spa. Um, it didn't didn't check enough boxes for me. That's fair, man. Um, totally fair. Yeah. Uh, I mean, let's be real. Some of the acting was horrible. As we the, mentioned going into it, Michael, first-time actor, because he ran a health spa prior. And I mean, yeah. it was clear. There very was notice, a scene... Very noticeable. You, you can look like you know what you're doing. <laughs> we, <laughs> we completely skipped over this. So like, I'll put my little caveat on my 76. There was a scene where in a boom microphone from the sound crew was visible for there, more than three oh, seconds. Geez, like, I mean, this I was not very, well shot. This was not well written. Visible. It wasn't well acted. Yeah. But it was entertaining. Yeah. It provided me with what I wanted. And for that alone, it's above average. I, I agree, man. I, I feel to like, me. okay, when we get into, and we're going to watch a lot of these, like, good, bad movies or B movies or yeah. however you want to describe them. Um, so much of this is like eating, like, I don't know, a, a chili chocolate truffle. Like, the balance of flavor is going to be different depending on your palate. And so, like, I don't know, just not no spice. I don't know, but, but fun and, and a good watch. And, like, if you're in a fan of this genre of movies, like, definitely check it out. But yeah, no, I mean, say, yeah, if you like cheesy horror movies, it's a must watch, in my opinion. Five out of ten. <laughs> strong five. Strong, strong five. five? That's a strong five. I like it. That's fine, man. That's fine. Uh, oh, so I think next week, right? I mean, don't tell us, but... Yeah, the next uh, time we're sitting down at the corner of 13th and Elm, uh, I'll be hosting. My I got hosting. a couple movies up my sleeve that I'm looking forward to. As always, we'll reveal those at the beginning of the show. Uh, I'll, going into bold- give us some... I'll honestly be happy if they're both in color. <laughs> <laughs> be honest. Give us, give us, give exactly. us the, yes, the color. Give us the vaguest of what are they talkies? Are they gonna have sound? <laughs> give us the vaguest of hints, please. Okay, so um, as everybody has come to learn, I am a fan of older films, uh, but both of these, sure, 
Both of these films will have been made post-1985. Wow, Actually, so both good. of them post-1985. So that's your first hint. Thank um, the Lord. One of them, Don't. I will say, is um, a uh, staple in the horror genre of Hong Kong cinema. So, oh, right uh, and this. then um, the second film, or however we choose to watch them, is going to be... I'll leave you with um, this. It is an, an installment of a well-known horror franchise. So, okay. that. so a couple hints. Um, I don't know if we'll reveal those going into the movie. Guys, if you figure it out, good for you. I don't think that you will, but um, you know, there's some fat to chew on. All right. Good, good to know. Exciting. Yeah. I think, I think it'll be a fun week honestly um there will be weeks where it feels more like homework especially if i'm hosting and i will let everybody including the elmers at home know this now um buckle up because okay. I'm, I'm gonna hit you with some old shit from time to time but it's this next bad. week this next week is going to be a lot of fun and it, it is uh two films i haven't seen so i'm looking okay. forward to it cool. interesting right on and if you watch these movies let us know what you think. Put it in the comments. Cap like, follow, subscribe. Shout out to my boy, <laughs> Jeff Bezos Jeff at Bezos. Amazon thank Prime. You. Thank you, Jeff. Uh, we want to say thank you to Just Watch for letting us know how to find all of this horrible, horrible cinema that we are so uh, <laughs> excited to. about. Right. IMDb. Mm, big mm. shout out to IMDb. Do you, think we, do you think we bumped it up a notch, the bar, or, or down? Uh, as far as good quality of film? Yeah. Oh. Honestly, probably did. <laughs> I think it might. Probably I close think to the same. Close to the same. Close to the better. same. Error on the side of plus a half. You guys were pretty hot on. I like Lawnmower um, Man. You, yeah, you, guys were, you guys were pretty hot on Despa. The 70s? Oh. That's true. Seven, like, compared to what we've been fucking. You know what a big. You know what a big. 70s pretty damn good. You know what a big selling point for me on Despa was? Hmm. The length. Like, if that would have been another 40 minutes, man, that yeah. would have been hard. But this one came out of the box, hour and 20 minutes, fast-paced, mm -hmm. nonsensical, but fun. I think one of the bigger parts that was uh, hard for me with Lawnmower Man, as we watched the director's cut, it was over two hours long. It was long. Uh, um, like, almost two and a half hours. There were some antiquated, ableist, and, like, challenging like society norms a little bit that I didn't vibe with early on in that but I did enjoy that movie and then following it with Bats last week I mean we just went in we went hard in one direction which was so bad it's good culty films and um, with this one this week we had a film that was just bad and then a <laughs> film that was <clears throat> not good, but very fun. Well, you we guys loved it. You heard, you heard it here, folks. We went from bad to not against, good. I'm not rating these against Godfather, okay? No, 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 this no, 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 no but it's a, it's still, it's a, that's a C. It's a yeah. Good. 76. It's yeah, not I outstanding. Mean, it's hardly remarkable. C plus. Yeah, but, I mean, the point is to yeah. watch movies that we probably wouldn't watch on our own. Agreed. Agreed. So no, we're going to wrap this up yeah. uh, because I think we've covered both films pretty well tonight. It's true. And uh, we will definitely be looking forward to meeting up again. 
for another double feature Friday night. Um, yeah, that's it for me. I had fun tonight, as I always do. Gentlemen, thanks. Fun yeah, night. Good times. And signing off here, Elmer's.